0: Hello, welcome to episode three of Stacking Wisdom Podcasts. Um, we are your hosts, Artem and Alex, and today we're here with Avi. Um, Avi, do you want to tell us about yourself, who you are, maybe a little bit of your backgrounds? Um, you know, where were you born? How did you come about to get into the career where you're at? Have you had any sort of experience, you know, in dabbling with, with other uh, careers as well? And like, how? Did, just tell us a little bit about your journey. We just kind of wanted to get a feel of you know sure. for, for you but just because we're we weren't able to find maybe a lot of stuff on Instagram and like and like other so popular social sites so it's uh, we'd like to, to kind of give you the platform thank you
1: so much yeah. and uh, thanks a lot for you know inviting me over uh, I'm actually my background is Indian okay and mm-hmm. I came to Canada December 2013 okay so it's not been long enough uh, I used to study accounting accounting okay. and finance and that was my field and Right after school, I joined in because in India, there's a culture about um, right after school, just do your universities, uh-huh. do your college, uh-huh. don't take a break, finish all the studies and then just get to work, work life. And, you know, it just it's just like a stereotype platform that is already set that uh-huh. there's one stage and the next stage and you have to follow the same thing. Uh-huh. Because if you take it, you're going to be the odd one out. Uh-huh. But I felt that it, there's there's no shame there's no nothing like you got to take a break you got to feel it out that what are your interests what do you like which I did not do that at that time I was just you know what following everyone my dad said mom said uh -hmm. people are judging you people are looking oh you know what? you want to do this um I don't think you can do that just because you know your scores are not high enough or Mm -hmm. you're thinking that okay you know what I'm only scoring 60% in this and my Mm -hmm. math is really good, so should I go something with uh, where I'm gonna be using more of math, but you know what, it never really happens.
0: Mm -hmm. It's it's so true, because I noticed even with myself, with like, you know, having um, post-secondary education, specific courses that I might have interest in at that particular time, does not necessarily re- reflect what it is that I actually wanted to pursue at all, right? So, exactly. I mean, it could be great math, but you might not really, you know, enjoy the, you know, doing it every single day, or you might enjoy history, but exactly. you know, studying it and actually doing it full time mm-hmm. is sort of killing your interest towards it completely, and then you know, like you start to hate it, right? For exactly. A while. So, I mean, it sounds like you had a quite a stretch going from account in the construction, which is seems like oh, very opposite. very like high uh, <laughs> yeah. office job to something that's kind like hands out on. in the field and like yeah. you know what managing you staff, ma- managing hours, managing people, managing oh. you know like oh, so many different things. It's oh, well, it's not just managing. I actually
1: do the work myself as well. Okay, uh, okay. So yeah. you're very
0: much involved. You're very hands on. Yeah. Right?
1: I'm very hands on. Okay. The course that I did in Toronto mm-hmm. was building renovation technology. Okay. And that program is actually more in, the first two years are more into hands on. So you got to learn uh-huh. from the basics and you don't actually use nail guns or nailers or anything. You actually use the finished nails and hammer or you probably use uh, regular framing nails and a hammer, roofing nails and a hammer, which nobody does that. Everybody uh-huh. just uses the nail gun, poof, 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 you know, just keep on going because uh-huh. when you're actually out there working, you, you know, you got to speed it up. you got to finish the job faster uh-huh. and you got to do it professionally. Uh-huh. Uh, but you got to learn the basics so that's what the course was about to learn the basics and to learn uh, every little step what's involved in construction so that was my program over here when I came to Canada
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, yeah my life has been really interesting that I used to be a very artistic person I used mm-hmm. to enjoy art creating stuff very creative I was also in sports uh, we used to play soccer
0: Okay, nice.
1: and yeah I used to play soccer a lot like I What's your favorite team?
0: Uh, I used to play Playful. a lot, and yeah, uh,
1: my favorite team, yeah. like what country-wise, I used sure. to support Brazil. Brazil, okay, okay. Yeah. What but about what
0: about actual clubs?
1: Clubs? Uh,
0: yeah, I was a big Man- Manchester United fan. Man United, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, nice. fair enough. We're yeah. we're big yeah. soccer fans ourselves, <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 but we used to call it football because you know, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's called right. football right. everywhere Fo- else in the yeah. world, exactly, except for maybe some places in Canada and some in the States, right? So, but like how did how did you come to actual? transition where you've, you've gone from accounting to that you know that pushed into construction what made you take that step and i mean did you have the support of your parents because it seems like you have very conservative parents and they wanted you to kind of stay on track mm-hmm. but it seems like you kind of uh it, did, t- it took it a was, little mm-hmm. bit, a bit of a turn right so
1: it was a big tra- transition for sure mm-hmm. but then again they were always supportive of me mm-hmm. they're like don't just waste time because mm-hmm. time is really precious it's not mm-hmm. going to come back Mm-hmm. So I remember that my dad and my uncle, my dad's younger brother, they both were sitting with me and they told me that, okay, you know what? Think about time as very important thing. And they told me that do your reverse calculation. Mm-hmm. So say for example, what do you wanna see and where you wanna see yourself in the next 10 years mm-hmm. and try to do the reverse calculation mm-hmm. that how much time you're gonna need to work this path and to reach there. So what do you need to do for mm-hmm. that thing Mm-hmm. And what do you need to study for that thing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and what do you need to do right now, to take all those steps?
0: Uh-huh.
1: So now you got a plan. So, so how how, now, yeah. how do
0: you set yourself up for success, right? Kind of thing. Exactly. So you, it's almost like a strategy, right? So yeah, more, a little bit of strategy. More, right. more so yeah. than yeah. even mm-hmm. than goals, because it's like you kind of have to almost like draft, like a pathway as to how you're gonna get there, right? So mm. I believe like
1: we yeah like I believe we. Don't just need goals; we need targets. Mm-hmm. Like in life, mm-hmm. like a lot of people just talk about goals. Like have a goal, achieve yeah. your goal. But it's also like in life when you think about everything, when you leave a goal, it's like an up, like a big goal right on the top. Mm-hmm. But you don't know where to get it, like mm-hmm. how to get it there. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep like small targets. Yeah. So when you have those small targets, you keep mm-hmm. achieving them. You know, but you don't stop. You got to hustle because the goal is not just the optimum goal. Because when mm-hmm. you reach that point, you're like, okay, what do I do?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I'm, I'm here. But then again, your thoughts change, you know, and uh, your goals change, too. So when you have those targets at that point, you actually it's like a milestone that you've Uh reached over there and then you take another step. Uh That being said, like I used to be very artistic and I always wanted to do like something with science, engineering. I was really good at science. Uh Uh But then again, uh, I didn't have that scores, so I was not able to take. Uh, like without good scores I was not able to take the science background because medical engineering you need to have good scores in sure. mm-hmm. separate fields
2: uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. I went with uh, marketing business management and I'm like okay since I was not able to do science I'm gonna do the most difficult course or something that I'm gonna excel in because I believe that I have brains for it I believe that I could do it mm-hmm. but then again I pushed myself to the very limit so I was doing uh Bachelor's in Commerce, mm-hmm. which is more into business management. And also, I took another, which is uh, people call over here CPA. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In India, it was called CA. Mm-hmm. So that field was one of the most difficult ones, and you cannot just get that in easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first attempt, I cleared the entrance exam. I went in. I'm like, OK, well, you know what? It was not too hard. I went in. I did one year. I did the second year. I gave my exams. Everything was going smooth. It's not that easy to be honest it's uh, I bet. I definitely it, yeah. it was my social life was dead <laughs> the only social life was when I go to classes I meet friends and after that you got to come back home and study mm-hmm. and my time my study time used to vary from 12 to 15 hours a day like including the classes mm-hmm. and the rest of the time it's either sleeping or food so it was all dead I, I'm like you know what I can't do this mm. so it was uh, my second level and after that there was a final level but the second level second grade the moment I gave that exams and I'm like you know what I'm not even gonna wait for my results I'm done this
0: mm-hmm.
1: wow. there's something in me just called in I'm like you know what I am done with so that this. was like the mm-hmm. turning
0: point you, you just knew from mm-hmm. there on eh? I just
1: knew that like you know what sitting mm-hmm. behind the computer and working on the balance sheets numbers mm-hmm. uh, learning about the contracts there was a lot it was a lot to process I wouldn't I was doing it but then again I'm like you know what even if I finish the program, even if I finish the courses, I study the whole thing. I will not, I'm not gonna practice that.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not gonna use that. It's good knowledge that I have it, but then again, I'm not gonna use that in my daily life. I don't wanna keep doing this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So I stopped, Mm -hmm. I took a little break. I'm like, I need to figure out what I need to do. I don't know, I'm a creative person and I've been behind the books this whole time. I don't have a social life and I used to be very social like uh, I used I was uh, vice president of my environment club Mm -hmm. in India uh, in our school and I used to do a lot of plays and I was in sports so I used to be you know very outgoing very involved very social Mm -hmm. and now this was like totally opposite that I'm studying in a room uh, (laughs) with maybe one or two buddies and everyone's Mm -hmm. studying you know no one's talking there's only one Uh, one thing that we talk is asking a question which is Mm -hmm. also you know something related to uh, academics Mm-hmm. then again I'm like you know what it, it, I'm done I'm done so I told my dad and told my mom and they're like you know what you're almost there and after that it's just your final year just finish it off and you know people are gonna say that okay you actually dropped out in the final year you're really good you, everything's going smooth but then again I'm like I explained myself that I do not want to do it mm-hmm. it's not me you've uh-huh. seen me it's not me I'm totally opposite I, uh-huh. I can't really you know look at myself doing all this throughout my life. Uh-huh. So they were supportive. It, it took them like you know, a little bit of time that, but mm. I believe after two, three days, they told me that okay, you know what? take your time, think about yourself. think about where you want to get. Uh-huh. So that was the meeting. Like my dad and my uh-huh. uncle, they told me that, okay, where do you want to go? Where do you want to see yourself in the next ten years? And then make your decision wisely. I like how with Indian families, like, I
0: have to bring the whole family together in order to, to discuss yeah, big, yeah. big life. It like, like like changing like, decisions. Uh, right? It's just so. that we,
1: we're all attached emotionally, okay. so yeah. we talk. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we used to live in a joint
1: family before, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, uh, like, I was about 12 years when, you know, my dad's older brother and dad's younger brother, they all moved out, and they had separate families, separate mm-hmm. houses, and still, like, big houses, everyone. There was a point when we were, like, my dad, my dad's older brother and younger brother, we all had separate floors, but mm. we used to live in one big family. So every nice. time we were going out, there were like <laughs> six, seven cars that we were taking out, and everyone's yeah. We were eight kids within a family, like within the whole house, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone. Whenever there's a guest coming over. You should see it's like a grand feast. It's everyone around and everyone's talking. Every, everything's loud. So it sounds
0: very very pre- pre- presidential. It's almost like yeah. you're yeah. you know you have like a like an escort, like an escort and then yeah. you have <laughs> you have like a huge dining area. That, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah So Sorry. so, so the, that scale sort of got you I guess to thinking. About other things that are like, on the bigger, grander right. yeah. scale, kind of thing, right? So that's true. Yeah. So, uh, what 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 was the switch? What was the one thing that kind of what made it motivate you, you, know. you to like get into home building in the first place? Like, how how did you make that transition from like more like you know, as you said, like the being in in this uh, seemingly stuck environment in school right. to you know being creative with uh, the whole industry and, and home
1: home building. Home building. Okay, so I was looking at myself. I'm like, you know what? I want to have a lifestyle Mm -hmm. and for that lifestyle I need to be doing something it's not just you know running the numbers or working or making money because making money it sounds easy but you know what how Mm -hmm. the big question is how are you gonna make money Mm -hmm. and then another question are you happy making all that money because it's just one thing that you're doing something and you're making money with it but if you're not happy doing that you're not gonna be happy enjoying all the money that you earn Mm -hmm. right so at the end of the day you gotta be happy and you gotta be keep making money so For that, I just wanted to choose something. I'm like, I need some time. I'm gonna actually take some time and uh, explore myself, explore my interests. So I joined my dad's business, Uh uh uh, which was manufacturing of automobile spare parts.
2: Okay.
1: So it was all management and accounting, but then again, I left the accounting part. I'm like, I don't wanna do that. (laughs) But running the business, managing uh, business, it was something different, and I explored myself. And I'm like, I can't be doing that. I calling all the clients, and there were so many clients, you know, asking them for the a little bit of paperwork or sending payments over, and uh, a lot of business in India is cash based, and the other half is you know electronic. Mm-hmm. But then again, to ask for money, it takes weeks, months for them to send them over because you're not just you know you're selling a product, but being a manufacturer, it goes to wholesalers and then it goes to retailers, mm-hmm. and a lot of time, they are not gonna pay you. Until the product is sold, so mm-hmm. it takes about somewhere about six months for them to send the payment. Wow! Mm-hmm. So it, it was a long. I'm like, how 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 would I be able <laughs> to survive yeah, in such yeah, a exactly. such a bind? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But my dad has mm-hmm. been doing that for years. He's been yeah. there for ages, mm-hmm. and uh, within the same industry, he's known for his brand. He's known for the business principles that he has mm-hmm. and the quality product that he offers. Uh-huh. So, I'm like. I don't want to do this. So my dad's older brother, he was a sleeping partner with mm-hmm. someone else, and uh, my uncle, being a sleeping partner, he suggested to me that okay, why don't you try the construction, mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. you know he's a sleeping partner in some other company and oh. uh, he's invested in it.
0: Silent partner? No. Yeah. The sleeping Yeah. Partner? Sleeping. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Silent partner. No. Yeah. No. No worries. No <laughs> because worries. Uh, yeah. that's a different term. Different country side. Fair enough. Okay. So yeah.
1: a silent partner. He just invested in it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, okay, I, I can give that a try. So I joined that company as an intern. You know, I was uh, learning a lot about construction uh-huh. and the project management, how to do it. So managing and looking at everyone doing, learning the whole trade over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only a matter of uh, about a year that I was doing that, a year, a year and a half. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me try. it. Looking at the business in India, I was like, I don't want to stay here too much traffic too much pollution it was just something in me uh-huh. that okay you know what i'm I, I don't see myself living in india for a long period of time uh-huh. mm-hmm. how about i give it a try my dad's over here my brother's here i could give that a try give it up go to New Zealand, London, or,
0: you know, go to States, Canada. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how you had such a, like, <laughs> wide, I guess, spectrum of where you could go in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So why, why made you pick Canada? Because you have relatives here, you said, right? So no. uh,
1: relatives, there was just one cousin, mm-hmm. and uh, she was married recently. But then again, I'm like, I only have one cousin. Mm-hmm. And all the other locations in like, New Zealand, uh, London, uh-huh. States, uh, South America... Or anywhere else
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, we had like people from distant family like family friends Uh but we never had like any close relatives so I'm like I want to but then again you know what I might have some supporting if I'm feeling down I have someone to talk to of course and you know like uh, so that was like okay you know what it might be a little easy but then again I need to make sure that okay I'm gonna be whatever I'm gonna do I have to excel in it I gotta be Successful in that field, so is that really good industry over there Uh if I'm gonna go to Canada the industry should be good London or New Zealand Australia anywhere Uh so I Chose my first preference being Canada Uh Uh, I went over there. I give that I gave it a shot. I applied for college I applied for construction engineering and building renovation Uh and I got my admission in building renovations So I was really excited. Uh I'm like I love art, and I also love science. Mm-hmm. And construction is something—it's a collaboration of both. Exactly, yeah. so you're some creating hands, right? something. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. you're using all the science and the knowledge and your skills, mm-hmm. and yeah. your—and you're using the art to actually creating something mm-hmm. beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm like, it's perfect for me, mm-hmm. and because I loved whatever I did. I'm sorry. It's no, that's okay. okay. That's okay. Yeah. Right. No, no worries. worries. No worries. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I'll just, you know, put that on silent. I <laughs> no should have done, okay. so <laughs> yeah. done that before, but uh, never really paid attention to
0: it. Yeah, so so you decided on Canada because you felt like the industry itself <laughs> was going to be something that could be useful t- to you? Uh, but just, just the experience from from this country, or so why, why wasn't it New Zealand, why w- wasn't it England? Canada was my first uh,
1: preference that I'm going to give that a try. Mm-hmm. I gave it a try I love Toronto right mm-hmm. it was my first city to land in Toronto yeah uh, so when I came here in Toronto like don't get me wrong I've been to Switzerland I've been to yeah. London and I've explored yeah. it but then again uh, for education and for business prospect for to see myself living mm-hmm. over here mm-hmm. I gave it a shot and I'm like okay I'm gonna you know try one year with education if I like it and I loved it by mm-hmm. the way I loved it so Toronto being so diverse everybody mm-hmm. was so welcoming mm-hmm. you know everyone's uh, very polite when you sure. talk to everyone's smiling mm-hmm. and even if you bump into someone it's your fault but somebody else will <laughs> you know apologize that hey i'm sorry yeah. but uh i quickly adapted myself to uh, you know with everyone and uh, i enjoyed myself within school so i was like you know what i remember that uh the 10-year plan that i had That okay what I want to see myself over there so I gotta hustle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that word was in my head that no matter what I do I need to hustle Uh, that being said education which is in school I'm learning the hands-on trade I'm like I need to learn construction in Toronto in Canada so if I have my construction company I don't want anyone to make a fool out of me that okay this is how it's done or I don't want to be you know going to YouTube and watching all of that that hey how is it actually done? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to learn from scratch, from the basics. So my education was there, learning everything hands-on, uh, the book knowledge. And after that, uh, my first job was in school, in George Brown, within the very first week uh-huh. of the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. So it was also helping me to you know, develop my English accent because mm-hmm. I was in India, I had my education all in English, but then again, uh, the fluency and the way we talk is fully different.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet, of yeah. course, because I think yeah. it's it's probably almost like a fluidity of like uh, Indian and then like also English, but then also like adapting some maybe local terms and stuff like that, right? The, so There are. Essentially, yeah. that, 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 I would assume that most likely that's what it would be, Exactly. Right? So, mm-hmm.
1: And in India, when we talk, yeah. it's a mix of both. It's the English and Hindi language, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which is the most commonly known language in India. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of languages. Every province has their own set of accent. Every set, of, every province has their own language mm-hmm. as well. So, I, yeah. th- I
0: think they say in Canada it's something like, I think three out of four people work in customer service. So it's,
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: great in a sense. That it develops the very like the social aspect of, you know, of um, interacting with with people. But at the mm-hmm. same time working at tim hortons i bet like it kind of motivated you to to kind of keep pushing to to pursue that right to to get to that point where you wanted to to go to as well right so Mm.
1: i really wanted to and don't get me wrong like it was not easy Mm. Uh, like my first uh three four days it was a disaster Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because i was sitting behind like sitting behind a desk at Mm. an office and there were like 20 people in the office working for me because that was my dad's Mm. company Mm -hmm. yeah and I was, you know, within the factory, we had 100 people working, mm-hmm. but, and they all used to listen to my command. But there was something in me that I did not earn it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sitting behind the desk, I'm mm-hmm. sitting on the chair, and what have I done?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, example, if I'm going to mm-hmm. be there, and I'm looking at myself from someone else's point of view, mm-hmm. and is he going to respect me? Mm-hmm. why because I just I'm just sitting on the chair he's respecting the chair he's listening to my order but uh, he's not respecting me because I did not earn it as a person I didn't right? do, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. do anything to be able
0: to sit on this chair and give mm-hmm. them a command did you think uh, you're they would respect you more if you had started uh, at the bottom if your yeah. dad dis- had decided to do that
1: exactly yeah everybody mm-hmm. would respect uh, look at anyone who was actually started from the bottom mm-hmm. and then he's somewhere able to achieve something and then mm-hmm talk to people or not even talk to people you know a lot of people don't really care what the other people think but mm-hmm. when you start from the bottom and you are somewhere you know how everything works because you made your own way you made your own path mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. so how so, did you how did you make them er, i guess earn the you know respect for you like what did you do Oh, that I, was in India. I, oh, okay. you know, I left. Yeah. I okay, left okay. the whole company, and
1: I wanted to do it because that's. Oh, what okay. I, So, so you kind yeah. of wanted
0: like a different challenge. You yeah, kind and of wanted and to. over there, you know sure. what?
1: Well, my my dad had a car. He oh. gave me a car, mm-hmm. and you know. From driving a Mercedes, I'm over here sweeping so up floors at a Tim Hortons. Mm. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it's like, it's like,
0: it's like reality calls, right? Exactly. Like, it's like, it's like yeah. we're, you're right here. Like it, yeah, it's exactly. not going to be easy. You gotta, you know, and just start I, moving yeah. things along. And, and exactly. Kind of and like work your way up again, this sort
1: of. Thing. I had to. Yeah. But then again, I was pampered. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, you know, put in a nutshell that okay, you know what, the mm-hmm. world is not that uh, great out there. So mm-hmm. you know we're we're building something for you all my business is for you but then again I'm like you know what if you're gonna be pampering me and uh, you're gonna keep me in that nutshell I'm never gonna grow I'm never gonna learn myself Mm -hmm. you will give me that business but I will never be able to sustain it Mm -hmm. like uh, what if something bad happens and I'm not able to survive that business so it's gonna hurt me that all your business is going down because of me Mm -hmm. so I don't want to take that Mm -hmm. so I I I told him that's the reason it was another transition to convince him Mm -hmm. it took me like three months to actually send Mm -hmm. me Overseas to a different country, mm-hmm. and uh, that being said, once I came here in Toronto, Tim Hortons was the first job. Uh, after three days, I'm like, I should quit. I was crying. <laughs> I did not. Call, I did not call my parents. I didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my mom was like, you know what? Leave that job. You're serving coffees to people. I'm like, it, it, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I was trying to show her that I'm strong. Yeah. But <laughs> inside, I'm like. What am I doing here yeah. like why, why do I need to but you know what mm-hmm. I'm like if a 15 year old can do that
2: mm-hmm.
1: and if I can do that right now uh-huh. something bad happens when I'm 30 35 and I have kids and I have a wife I won't be able to do that you know what my ego is my ego is gonna clash and he's gonna be like hey what the hell are you doing
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're running a company and now you're serving coffees
2: uh-huh. mm-hmm.
1: at that point I wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. so I need to do it right now right to actually bring my ego all the way down and work my way up
0: so mm-hmm. so you, you try to, to kind of uh, stay humble in, in that position right so
1: I, 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 I literally mm-hmm. my lips were sealed I'm like you know what I'm not gonna argue with anyone I'm just gonna learn
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever it is and uh, it's not that learning how to serve coffees or make coffees mm-hmm. I used to be a baker mm-hmm. and it's not that I wanted to learn how to be a chef
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was my job at that time but it had a lot of pressure Like I used to start at 5 a.m. and by 7 a.m. you have to have everything ready. All the Uh muffin, bagels, Uh donuts. uh, You need to have all the sandwiches. Everything ready Mm. and ready in the shelf because 7 a.m. they want to open up. And within two hours getting everything done. And there's only one oven. And within that oven you got to, you know,
0: one by one set up everything within two
1: minutes. Well, by the time the oven's working for two minutes, you got to set up the next trays and the next trays and get Mm. everything lined up. So quickly, you open the doors, move it up, move on the side, the next one's ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know, the chocolate, I and mean, the glazing, mm-hmm. and there's so much. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one. And 7 a.m., five minutes before, everyone comes by the shows, and they help me to set up everything, and to start making the coffees mm-hmm. to open the gates. And first hour is just boom. Everyone, there's a huge lineup at Morton's every morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, over the weekends, I'm like, you know what? Working at Tomorrow is not gonna help me. I'm in construction, I need to focus. Mm-hmm. So I started walking outside in Etobicoke, and Mississauga, on the streets, looking at construction sites,
2: mm-hmm.
1: asking my college professors to help me, but then again, you know what, I'm new to the country, nobody's gonna help me because I don't have Canadian experience, I mm-hmm. don't have the Canadian mm-hmm. education. So I
2: mm-hmm.
1: knocked on the doors, construction sites, I'm like, hey, I'm a student, I wanna learn the trade, uh, would you be kind enough to just hire me as a helper you don't have to pay me I'm just gonna be a free laborer uh-huh. just I mm-hmm. just want to see observe and learn
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I'm not but when it comes to construction there's a big constraint WSIB accidents mm-hmm. workless, and if mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know all that stuff mm-hmm. there's a big risk that I might of end course, up yeah. in an accident right yeah. so almost everyone you know told me no there was a one straight way. answer. how many of
0: those places did you go to uh, mm-hmm. how, Borden, many you go, Borden, how many many did you approach Borden. Mm. more than 100 more than 100
1: in the the span of how long uh about like two months okay wow
0: so So how many no's did you hear until you heard the yes uh
1: it was uh i I told you i have a cousin Mm -hmm. and uh they bought a house in mississauga at that point Mm -hmm. and they were renovating that so the contractor they hired they suggested me because i was learning in school Uh it's been like two and a half months for me that i was in canada Mm -hmm. they're like okay you know what Uh, we uh, my cousin is in school and he's learning construction. Would you be able to hire him as a free labor? (laughs) And then like okay, free labor. He was ready, so that was my first break because they uh, you know they kind of offered him, Mm -hmm. but they never pushed because you know what they're building a house and you know they're doing the whole trade it was a renovation not building a house but Mm -hmm. so they're redoing the whole house but they want to make sure that the house is done properly because it's their house of course and then again uh, it was also that you know pushing me uh, giving me a little push that okay you know what Mm
0: -hmm.
1: now you have a a break so over the weekend I used to go there and they used to work seven days a week so I joined them free labor for first month I'm traveling a lot and then I requested I'm like hey would you be able to pay me a little bit? Because, you know, I'm traveling uh, from downtown Toronto all the way to Mississauga. Sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it used to take me an hour and a half to come by.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, you know, it's TTC and then Mississauga Transit. So, and plus lunch, if that's okay with you, would you be able to pay me a little bit, like maybe minimum wage? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that was a little time struggle period for me. And I used to get paid 60 or $70 a day. Mm-hmm. And that was underpaid. But then mm-hmm. again, I'm like, you know what? Whatever they're paying me, mm-hmm. it's still fine because uh, I want to learn the trade.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to learn the trade. It was uh, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. The guy was really good. The guy was super cheap. He used to charge cheap, pay cheap. But then again, uh, the quality of the work was really good,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, it was it was a good experience, learning experience for me. And mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kept working with him for a while Mm -hmm. when there was a day that I was working I went to his place Mm -hmm. in Brampton uh, somewhere about 7 a.m. I was -hmm. at the door but I think his alarm was kind of screwed up so he did not wake Uh, it was snowing outside so I was in his porch sitting over there and uh, knocking on the door And calling him, he didn't answer the call. Nobody answered Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, nobody answered it. So about an hour later, he opened the door. He's like, "Sorry, my alarm screwed up," and (laughs) I was not. I'm like, "It's okay." And he saw me that I'm on the uh, on the patio, freezing my ass, and like, "Why don't you just (laughs) just come in and warm (laughs) yourself up?" I'm like, "Okay." So I put my jacket down. He gave me a blanket. I was on a couch. (laughs) uh, His wife made me some coffee. Within half hour, we left for work. Uh, That was the thing. He was really good, but he was, you know not professional when it comes to the timeline mm-hmm. so he's to start his day around 11 a.m. and work until 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's not the way right like you start early and sure. early spend of time course, with your yeah. family yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: so um, we went to work we're working until 9 and after that he's like how oh, is that okay if we work a little late because we just want to finish up this work I'm like okay mm-hmm. so in Brampton around 12 after 12 there was one bus somewhere up on Steeles uh, like okay, uh, would you be able to drop me off over there? Cause we're at one traffic signal and there's just one block on the right. There's a bus stop, mm-hmm. and he has to make a left. And he's like, oh, the buses look just like uh, five ten minutes. Uh, you know, we still have time. You can mm-hmm. walk over there. Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's minus thirty. It's you know, whether <laughs> it's it was twenty fourteen <laughs> mm-hmm. somewhere in February, late February it was really cold, and I remember that that was minus it felt like minus 32 at that point mm-hmm. and i'm walking in brampton in freezing cold and you know i had my hoodie on i had my jacket on and i'm just you know walking like this with a backpack on and i'm just walking slow 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 and then
2: mm-hmm.
1: i saw the bus coming by from the trinity uh, i don't know what the whole uh, the complex but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just came from there made a mm-hmm. left and did not even stop at the bus stop because nobody was there. <laughs> and I'm walking and I started running. Yeah. I'm like, because the next bus is an hour later. Yeah.
2: Oh, and goodness.
1: I'm like, it's not gonna work. I started running. I kept running, but the bus was long gone.
0: It mm-hmm. just just took off, right? <laughs> Yeah.
1: And I turn around, and I look at the car, and his van was gone as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, it's almost one. There's no one around. It's minus thirty-two, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm cold. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And uh, I did not even have cash to, you know, pay the cab. And I'm like, if I, from this point, if I go all the way to Etobicoke, where I was living, I'm mm-hmm. like, it's going to cost me somewhere about 40, 50 bucks taking a cab.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I started walking. <laughs> I started walking. Being a student, you know what? You really shorten cash. Yeah. And, you have to be
0: very frugal, right? So yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: So I started walking and I'm walking. And at that point, I'm like, my lips were getting numb. And it was uh you know how I'd, come you didn't have a code
0: man that's that's the question like I, why, why no code it's just it, it's just because you're being so frugal you just kind of you thought you could just, just get by eh? i'm like you know what there might be another
1: bus coming by maybe somebody's gonna help me sure. yeah. yeah so i'm yeah.
0: walking and you know
1: like you know what i'm not gonna go back to working with this guy anymore he did not even help me mm-hmm. it was just, just Th- that was like the wake-up call right whole exactly. this, this whole, yeah. this whole yeah. scenario and i'm like i'm just working for him for free mm. Uh, and you know, he's just paying me for traveling 50, 60 bucks uh, mm-hmm. per day. He's taking it's advantage
0: that, of you, and then see, not yeah, only that, you're always late. And I, the, I was the, learning. The, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I was gaining a lot. Like the experience mm-hmm. that I was learning, it mm-hmm. was a lot. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, it's not worth it. Like, I spent all day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: somewhere about 12 hours, more than 12 hours a day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it didn't feel right. It didn't feel something in me. I'm like, you know what? If he took a right, cropped me off and then made a u-turn mm-hmm. it would only you know taken him maybe 60 more seconds or maybe two more minutes
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh-huh. that would have helped me but he was not even you know ha- able to help me for those two minutes
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know set aside whatever he pays me set aside whatever he has done
2: uh-huh. he's
0: uh,
1: taught me a lot but then again the timeline and the professionalism uh, i was
0: like it's funny it, it almost yeah. sounds like it was like a you know a point where you almost hit like a crossroads right yeah, yeah. And it's like he went to the left you went to the right exactly and then from there on it like it became almost like yeah you, exactly. you, you, you went on your own mm-hmm. way so was is that was that the point where you've kind of said to yourself I want to start my own business and I just want to move forward with this you. was so in 2014 what? no no no, okay. no. I okay. had
1: a long way I still mm-hmm. had a long way to you know there it's still a long way for me to mm-hmm. learn but then mm-hmm. again I you know I made a decision that mm-hmm. okay you know what I'm not gonna work for free for anyone. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. let people take advantage of me. So I was walking oh. at that point. It mm-hmm. was somewhere about uh, quarter to two,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm shivering and I was literally, I was literally crying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Somewhere quarter to two, there's no one around, nobody can help me. And at that point, I forgot about the cab because mm-hmm. I was just freezing. I was, my brain was going numb,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, because I was crying. My, all my eyelashes were frozen. Mm-hmm. It was just getting touched and I'm like I can't do it and there mm-hmm. was uh, Not in service uh, bus. Yeah, it just passed by it saw me mm-hmm. and I looked around and I just turned around he saw me and I'm like I can't even you know take my hands out and you know ask him to stop or something mm-hmm. But the guy was generous enough. He stopped mm-hmm. it was not in service He stopped and he's like what are you doing out here? I'm like I was waiting for my bus. I missed it. The next bus is somewhere about another hour, you know, half hour. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. And uh, now, I don't know. Like I'm just walking and you know, just looking for something. He's like, "Where are you going?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I'm going to North York." He's like, "I'm actually heading towards the same direction, but I'm not gonna go that far." Mm-hmm. So any far, just warm yourself up. So we were talking, and he, you know, he even had his coffee. He just bought a, a brand of coffee, and he gave me, you know what, take the coffee.
2: Yeah.
1: And. Uh, I was warming myself up. He was a really nice guy. He helped me. He even called uh, the next bus uh, Mm -hmm. from the radio, and he's like, "You know what? I got someone who needs help, and he's uh, heading towards that direction. So I might be like uh, a minute late, Mm -hmm. but just hold on over there. Just Mm -hmm. take this guy."
0: It it sounds like a very, very Canadian story where where people are always uh, like the the -hmm. people that you least expect to to kind of help you out always kind of step up and like, you know, and go out of their way to, to kind of do this, this kind of thing. So mm, very I've, I've experienced a lot of similar stories and I've heard a lot of people tell me similar stories as well. Mm, yeah. But it, it's, it's crazy how it seems like it's, uh, you know, that was sort of the turning point for you where you, mm. You kind of had that really negative experience, negative experience but then it sort that, of yeah. you, you know you turn that into positive mm-hmm. because it made you realize a lot of things about your, L- your career yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Was it was it that point though, like, or or did you always have like sort of an entrepreneurial drive, like like th- was it th- was it something that you grew up with, like as a as a kid? I always it? did. I yeah. always did.
1: Like I was like mm-hmm. you know no matter what I do, I want to have my mm-hmm. own business because mm-hmm. that's what I grew up with. I saw my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw my. You always looked up to him for a I always that, looked yeah. up yeah. to him, and that is you know everyone's like you look up to your father you learn a lot from him no matter what he is no matter what they do in life but you always look at the good stuff in them and Mm -hmm. you learn from them Mm -hmm. yeah so that being said I was you know I I always had that entrepreneurial thing in me and I'm Mm. like but I still uh, wanted to learn the traits so after Mm. that the moment I got home I was uh, had like a frostbite on my toe and Mm. I was freezing and my brother was sleeping and uh, uh, sorry, at that point my brother also came to Canada Mm -hmm. and it was only a month that he came to Canada at that point because he was doing accounting. Mm-hmm. And he took a course, and I'm so like, so you dad exactly. found, found the replacement,
0: right? Uh, no, my dad actually <laughs> felt like my dad felt like
1: everybody's leaving because yeah. uh, he's well, got two sons. This. Yeah, one left a year ago, and then the other one left. Followed, on the, the, same yeah, path, yeah, followed yeah. the same path. followed the same path, and they both in Canada now, <laughs> and we're living together. We like instead of roommates, you know, just better that we live together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we were living in a basement in the, in North York. So I I left uh, uh, the moment I got home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he was there. He was sleeping. He did not even pay attention to me. He did not even knew that I'm there. I, <laughs> uh, you know, took like, took my jackets off mm-hmm. and whatever the clothes that I had, I'm like, if I just sleep in this one, I'm gonna be cold for a long because they're all freezing cold. Mm-hmm. So I took my clothes off and I put a lot of clothes. I had like uh, probably two track pants
2: mm-hmm.
1: and a hoodie and then I took like uh, a blanket over me or maybe two blankets over me and I slept. And the next morning I woke up around like I did not even go to school the next day and I'm glad i did not had uh, the morton's tw- morning's job the early next day mm-hmm. so I kind of took the day I went to school I missed my two classes mm-hmm. but then again I went to school the next day the following day and I was home just taking a rest because I was sick
2: mm-hmm.
1: I called up my cousin I'm like hey I'm just sick I'm not feeling good so could you help me what should I do Mm-hmm. Like just uh, you know, take some Tylenol, drink some soup, and I'm like, okay. So that's what I did. It just you know, I'm like, I'm not gonna cook soup because I don't feel it. I just walked up to Timmy's, grabbed the soup, came back, and you know, had a Tylenol. And I was thinking a lot that day that okay, what I need to do? Like, can I let all the people exploit me? Mm-hmm. Because you know, it was exploitation. They're not uh-huh. paying me, uh-huh. and for whatever the whole experience was. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna look forward and I'm gonna learn so I don't have to look back and I can't have any other person exploit me. Mm -hmm. So I went to school, I spoke to my professor about it and they're like, oh, you can't let people exploit you. So I'm like, well, thank you, I know that. (laughs) But they were generous enough to actually, you know, help me with the interviews and Mm -hmm. explore myself Mm -hmm. and which field I like, do I like finished carpentry, framing, roofing. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you like, just go with it.
0: So what did you end up picking for, uh, from that, that? I
1: went to general contractor. Okay. i like, because yeah. I wanted to learn. I wanted right. to explore myself. And yeah. like, sure. yeah. So they helped me too. And after that, I'm working with another contractor. And uh, after that, another contractor mm-hmm. uh, started just you know exploring myself, which trade were we'll like, which contractor. Because we'll like. I was picking up different contractors to learn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, everyone had something different to teach. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people had their prices low, but then again, you know what? It was a big learning curve for me. So I pick and choose like for a few months with this contractor, and then I'm like, I found another opportunity. So I jumped on to the next one mm-hmm. and the next one. So I had like different people teaching me different stuff. Mm-hmm. And let's just say tile. So they, everyone had a different way of doing the tiles, mm-hmm. but you know, it's always a learning curve. It so, what, what, what are the,
0: some of the big lessons that you can take away from the people that you worked with? I mean, obviously, like you said, everybody's different in terms of what they can teach you about actually doing work, but mm-hmm. was there anything that you sort of learned from doing hard work and hard labor? Because you kind of moved on from that, you know, from that being with your dad and working with his company into something that's completely different. It was very hands-on. It's it's almost right. like you wanted to kind of go out and prove yourself mm-hmm. in the sense that you, you kind of wanted to earn his respect, but at the same time you wanted to do it in your own, but you picked like, the, you know, the, the, actually the, wanted the, to, the harder thing. I actually right? wanted to
1: prove myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wanted to prove myself that, okay, I'm worthy enough of doing something Mm -hmm. on my own and Mm -hmm. not just, uh, you know, taking a crown or taking a chair or just being given something or handed over to me that, okay, you know what, Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of my part. You're my son, take my business and run my business. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what, why? I've not earned it. So that was another reason that, okay, I wanted to prove myself that I'm worthy enough to do something on my own. Mm -hmm. And if I can do something on my own, I can start something on my own and I can be the person who actually... Starts his own business and or you know do something and reach mm-hmm. at a certain point that okay you know what. I can tell my kids the same story that you know every father tells that okay mm-hmm. I came to this country or I came to this city with ten bucks in my pocket, <laughs> but yeah. I, I actually had more than ten bucks in my pocket because you know international student we yeah. had to, bring a certain set of money a to hearse. prove them okay yeah. and mm-hmm. the education was really expensive, mm-hmm. it's like cool. at least a triple
0: and I think it really depends on what the industry and the thing is it's just funny because it's like you came. And then you sort of gave into you know into uh, things and people started taking advantage of you it's almost came came to that sort of combination with that weather then mm. where you got stuck but and then you know yeah. people sort of started changing their their way and they actually started you know but it was being, being thing, uh, yeah. you know helpful to you because like with that bus driver exactly. right? So, I mean, mm-hmm.
1: it was a good thing because it was a, a big learning curve because mm-hmm. I was yeah. in the real world out there without uh, my dad's umbrella over me mm-hmm. and you know so I'm actually experiencing everything myself
0: and I'm learning from Sure. all those mistakes or all those experiences mm-hmm. so so one, once again what are some of the like I guess the biggest life lessons that you've learned from people that you worked with you know the, mm-hmm. the contractors and the other businesses as well What, what can you, you know what, what can you take away from from it other than you know they like the hands-on experience obviously that, that you you were hands-on
1: experience definitely I learned a lot from them mm-hmm. but then again there's one thing that I learned from a lot of uh, different contractors and the companies that I work for is staying humble Mm-hmm. No matter how much money do we have, no matter mm-hmm. what we have, staying humble is the best thing because wherever you are, mm-hmm. if you forget your roots, where you began from, mm-hmm. then you're going to drop back to same spot one day and you won't be able to take that. Uh-huh. Home.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: So always stay humble, help anyone who's actually starting their own thing or anyone who actually is at a position who has capability to learn and grow mm-hmm. to right. just you know help them out push uh, give them a little push that mm-hmm. okay if they are capable enough they're going to make their own way uh-huh. but your Experiences
0: can help a lot to the people. Mm-hmm. So, are you helping any, any new kids that are sort of just getting into into it as well? Mm-hmm. That I you do. Have, well, you know, mm-hmm. working with you now. I do. Yeah. So, a lot of people, because when I
1: was working at a job and I was a project manager for that company, mm-hmm. I hired two people from George Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were students and they were learning, and um, they wanted something for a few weeks because of their internship, mm-hmm. uh, for work experience. They wanted something, and after that, one of the one of the guy he actually joined me full time. Mm -hmm. so yeah so I was actually pushing I'm like anybody need a job anybody needs uh, work experience Mm -hmm. Uh, you know it'll be a safe environment I've been through that I was looking I just wanted to you know the same transition that I've been through I was looking walking on the streets and finding a job for myself to gain the work experience Mm -hmm. somebody needs it I can help you out with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so being a project manager in that company I was able to help a lot of people Mm -hmm. I hired a lot of people Uh, actually funny story i landed that job right after graduation Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and uh, i was working as a laborer and within two months that he saw that okay you know what i'm more than a laborer Uh i'm doing a lot of work there was already a supervisor but i was like second in command
0: i was doing a lot of work you know and was it because they noticed your leadership qualities or is it it because they knew that was your education Mm -hmm. or so you actually try to I, like push I, I yourself, think, right?
1: Okay. Mm. I think it was a mix of everything because I was just I wanted to learn and I wanted to show the boss that okay, what all can I do? Mm-hmm. So I used to ask for opportunities. Initially, obviously, when you're doing, you know, you're helping someone move the stuff, you know, mm-hmm. bring the travel sheet, up, bring the plywood here, mm-hmm. you know, just move around, and then they used to ask me, "Can you do this?" I'm like, "Yes, I can." Mm-hmm. And not just yes, you can. Then okay, you know, you gotta prove it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from one thing and I offered them okay you know what if you want me to do this I know how to do that he asked me two three questions it was about uh, trim finished carpentry, like mm-hmm. so I asked him like, okay you know what I can do that I've done that he's like okay you know what there's one closet door give that a try and we'll see so from there uh, from that point when I gave that a try and he's like he took the supervisor he's like okay you know what why don't you guys work on something else let this guy take care of all the work because oh, I was yeah. you know doing good Mm-hmm. so I started taking initiatives I asked him that okay I can do this I can do that it was you know a mix of everything because working for a contractor you know it's a mix of everything it's of not course. just one thing. yeah yeah so I was you know making my way over there and the, within that company uh, the supervisor quit for some reason they had an argument
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so I was the next in line and he, you know he promoted me He's like you know what you still have a long way to go but then again instead of uh, me having someone else you know the way we mm-hmm. work the way we operate mm-hmm. so you're next in charge so, so you guys got, you yeah. got the
0: opportunity to step up and uh, you were f- able to fill those shoes eh? exactly mm-hmm. okay. my pay yeah. did not
1: increase i was still working for uh, mm-hmm. at that point in 2015 i believe i was working for mm-hmm. 15 bucks an hour yeah uh, and i was given the title supervisor <laughs> That
0: but was that again it was a
1: lot of responsibilities yeah. it was a big learning curve for me i'm like you know what screw Mm -hmm. the money money is something that okay I can learn in future but the work Mm -hmm. the amount of work that I can do and the responsibilities I can take on myself Mm -hmm. the experience that I can gain from this thing Mm -hmm. that's what's gonna help me to you know take another step and then if I go to another company and I can tell them that I've been doing a lot of this work it's just that you know my pay was low Mm -hmm. but I have experience and I can prove them with a lot of my work that I do Mm -hmm. with all the skill set so I started working, and after that, I was their project manager within the same company. Uh, that company started making houses, and I built five houses with them—modern houses, custom home building. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also a project manager himself, so he was taking more of the financial part of the construction company uh-huh. and the planning part, where you know he's called—he's the one who's taking calls for who's gonna be the concrete guys, foundation guys, who's gonna he. he who which subtrade is gonna hire? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I was in charge of actually uh, on-site supervisor taking control of everything. Then and managing everyone. That okay, you know, one aspect for the drawings. It's supposed to be this. And you know,
2: uh-huh.
1: I was always on-site.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, that being said, a lot of responsibilities and a lot of experiences. Uh, one ha- I used to be very careless too. Careless yes. I like because I just wanted to learn as much as I can within the short span of time because mm-hmm. I had that. I gotta reach my target, so I I don't have much time. I wanna learn as much as Uh I can. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, one day I wanted to do something really fancy. I was looking at Instagram. I'm like, people are, people had those, you know, the tree trunk slabs and Mm -hmm. you know, the the natural wood slabs. They're making countertops with it. They're making tables with it. Mm -hmm. So I told my boss, I'm like, hey, you know what? Why don't you get something for the basement bar? We're gonna do something, and I'll, you know. I'll use a router, we'll make a sink. And he's like, because he knew what I'm capable of and I was doing it, I'm like, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. But router is something that you cannot trust very easily. Like Uh you have to have a really proper grip with it. And I was, without a template, I was just, you know, working my way with the router with one hand and the template, instead of clamping it proper, I was holding and I was just working and the moment I started digging in, Mm-hmm. Within the first, I believe, one or two seconds, I had an accident right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I had my safety glasses. I didn't, I'm i glad that I did not have uh, working gloves at that point. I don't know what would have happened, mm-hmm. but then again, there was a guy right beside me. He was really muscular, you know, construction guys. Mm-hmm. I was skinny, but then again, he's muscular, he's helping me, and I'm holding the guide, and I'm using a router, and within like one or two seconds, it was a flash. The router has so much torque, so much RPM, it just you know, hit my hand,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it hit my knuckle over here uh, It actually tossed off a chunk of the bone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. somewhere, I did not even see it like over here, it came mm-hmm. all the way here
2: yeah.
1: uh, until my thumb mm-hmm. and it's spinning and it's just there and I'm like oh, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And my finger just dropped like this, mm-hmm. it was lower and I'm like, I'm like, I turned the machine off, I let it on the side. Right now a lot of adrenaline is blowing a lot of blood is flowing out uh-huh. mm-hmm. and the muscular guy He's he's really and he's looking mm-hmm. and he passed out because he's afraid he of blood stops, stops yeah. and <laughs> his muscles were like this big. But then again, you know people yeah. are that way. Yeah, uh, yeah, some people can look at blood. Yeah, and he passed out mm-hmm. And and at that point I saw him and I'm like no, I'm in deep shit <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god. I literally No, literally fucked up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, wow, I just held my hand and uh, there were no rags over there. I don't want to use dirty rags, Mm -hmm. you know, on that. Mm -hmm. So there was a paper towel roll, and there was, I just picked it up, wrapped my hand around, and Mm -hmm. I was screaming my boss's name. Mm -hmm. And he just ran quickly. He saw me and he's like, okay, you know what, we gotta go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was uh, kind enough, he took me to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And uh, the moment we were there at the emergency, his wife just showed up to the house with some material and then she's like, hey, how's it going with the work? I just saw some blood, is everyone okay? And yeah. then and they were like, oh, just Abby just got his hand and you know, yeah. we're just at the uh, emergency, like, oh, is he okay? And then she's like, oh, wait, I just saw a piece of bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she started freaking out. Yeah. And I did not even know that, okay, I just thought it was a flesh cut. Yeah. I did not yeah, know yeah, that, okay, you know what, I cut the bone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so they did some temporary stitches. Uh, it took me like at the hospital. It took me two hours for someone to look at my hand and mm-hmm. stitch me up and give me the first aid. Yeah. So that being said, after that, I'm like, you know what? This is it. You know, this is another turning point. <laughs> this is where I, I should not be careless now, and right. this is not 15 bucks an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm worth way more than that, and I'm like, I, I don't want to work with this company anymore. Mm-hmm. But then again, with this injury, who's gonna hire me? Nobody wants to work with me anymore, so yeah. I was. I had so many thoughts in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking up because they told me that there's another appointment, uh, two days later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 21st of October, I had uh, I went to another hand specialist just to show my hand. And it was around 1 1 p.m. that he looked at my hand and he's like oh just wait a few more hours and we'll get back to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm like okay <laughs> so he was really busy yeah. and he's just in and out of every room and he had like maybe 15 rooms lined up <laughs> and going to every room one by one and he's spending not more than two minutes with anyone he's just going and the moment he walks out the patient goes out and the next patient's in so he was really busy, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if he wants me to wait, I don't know. Like, is there something serious? What does he want to talk with me? I'm just, just mm-hmm. again, your mind starts
0: running, right? Yeah. Uh, all and these, all these ideas <laughs> of of exactly. a possible do yeah. do scenarios. <laughs> yeah. right? So, mm-hmm.
1: at that point, I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, around three thirty, he told me, just okay, you know what? We're taking you to the uh, uh, operation theater. We're gonna stitch up your hand. It needs to be done right now, or you're gonna lose your finger. Mm-hmm. My I'm goodness. Like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, okay my thoughts were, whatever, let's just go. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you have to, I trust you, I just know. I just knew his name, I did not even research about him, that if he, is he the best surgeon, or is there someone else?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was just concerned about my hand, and I'm like, let's just go, mm-hmm. let's just go. Uh, they froze my hand, and I'm up, just lying, and you know, uh, I could feel that something's happening, my hand's frozen. After a while, they told me they stitched my hand. There's tendons, uh, tendons were cut, ligaments were cut, the bone was cut. They did the temporary stitching, and after that, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna look into more possibilities of surgeries, mm-hmm. uh, but in the meantime, we cannot do it. It needs to your hand needs to heal before we go for the next surgery."
0: Mm-hmm. So, so, so it, the, it seems like it was a very, very <laughs> long and dragged-out process, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So how, long, how yeah. long did it take you for you? to to heal your hand so you were able to go back to work or like what what was what was the the, the I guess it, what happened from then on like did, was that the point where you kind of decided to do your own business or what still too far, <laughs> too, still far. Too, far. Still still too far far. okay fair enough
1: I was uh, within the company uh, it took me like about a month
2: mm-hmm.
1: almost a month for me to you know cuz I was in bed rest I can't lift up my hand mm-hmm. I can't move my fingers cuz all these fingers are right here, they're connected together. Mm-hmm, of course. So it's not just one finger, I can't move any finger, because the moment I try to move this one, this finger paints. Mm-hmm. and it was really painful. And I had a cast, like I gotta go to physiotherapy, start yeah, exercising, but all tough, yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the physiotherapy was helpful, they're helping me. I went back to, my, uh, my boss was calling me that, hey, you know what, you need to come back for mm-hmm. modified services, mm-hmm. is paying me but I need to get back to work somehow or else you know I'm gonna get used to the life of getting paid and not you know my brain is gonna tell me that okay I'm not gonna feel better because when you start working you feel happy you know get your mind off
0: off of things too right exactly yeah yeah. because
1: when you're home your mind's empty Mm. and you know you have negative thoughts that okay Mm -hmm. what's gonna happen I won't be able to work I can't work blah 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so at that point I started working with the same company and the Initiated another business of construction materials. Mm-hmm. So he was bringing a lot of stuff from China, and then he's like, "Okay, you know what? Why don't you help me with this? I'm gonna hire more people for the construction business. Uh, you can guide them. You can, you know, tell them what needs to be done. You mm-hmm. can, you know, manage all the employees. You can take care of that. And also the new startup that I'm working on, you mm-hmm. he can help me. So I was helping him with the web designing. So I was talking to the web designer, taking care of the websites and the material coming in the shipments controlling you know Mm -hmm. for the warehouse where it needs to be you know and uh, making the whole chart designing that which tile which hardwood for which laminate so everything we were just looking into that and then this business too and at that point I also felt that you know what because every company feels that because they're paying me for a few hours well like I'm working a few hours but they're paying me a lot Mm -hmm. for me I'm like I've given my blood sweat and you know, all my my couple years of life, everything I gave in a lot towards this company, towards growing myself, and uh, you know, benefit of the company. And in reverse, I felt that okay, you know what, stuff has changed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I felt the way you know people were talking to me. So I did not feel happy working within the company anymore. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I felt that okay, I'm just like a burden on the company, and so I quit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I gave them my notice that, okay, you know what, this is my two notice. I thought the company, you know, my boss, will be generous and he's gonna ask me to uh, you know stay because I worked with him so much. I helped him even if he was traveling. He used to travel a lot. He used to go to Vegas for two weeks. He used to go to Mexico. He goes mm-hmm. to Punta Cana for weeks. And mm-hmm. I used to take mm-hmm. care of all his business. There was also one time when he was in Punta Cana and I was uh, running his uh, business, the whole construction site by myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and uh, w, uh I think, not WSIB, uh, Labor Ministry, Ministry mm-hmm. of Labor came by mm-hmm. and uh, they actually shut down the site because uh, there were some issues with it and they're like, okay. I'm like, what do I do, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I'm not experienced with that. Yeah, I never had Ministry of Labor mm-hmm. walk into my site and then because the, uh, there was the stucco contractor, he had his stucco, uh, he had his uh, scaffolding uneven. Mm -hmm. so the base was uneven the scaffold was all level but Mm -hmm. the bases were uneven so they asked us to take them the whole scaffold down level the whole ground take a lot of garbage put that in the bin it was uh, it took us like two days to get everything done Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, but since I was not able to get hold of him it was just emails that I was getting in touch but everything I had to do myself it was a big learning experience that how should I take care of that situation so I moved as,
0: as negative as that was, I think it's it's great because it's almost like that that accident kind of you know puts you in a position where you've you've learned the the much more of a managerial side of the business too, right? Right. But and then it kind of uh, you know puts you on a path where you've had to experience a lot of stuff along the way that was sort of you know like very kind of extreme situations but at the same time it kind of I think that in itself sort of boosted up your confidence too right and it it, it allowed you to kind of experience that Mm. and like once you've had the experience with that it it made you kind of a lot more fearless probably going forward right so (laughs) not really fearless I wouldn't say that
1: I I was actually fearful okay I'm like you know what I'm fearful for my life I don't want to you know what if I lost my hand Mm. yeah that was something that I would never have imagined I'm like you know what I'm still young I was 24 and I almost lost a finger Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't want to be in a situation where I I can't even use my hand Mm -hmm. like it sounds very normal to anyone it sounds very easy for anyone to actually just you know think oh my god you know what one finger. Okay,
0: it's not gonna happen to me, right? But yeah. you said yourself, you were you were very uh, it's, it's you, were, you were very pursuant mm-hmm. and you were somewhat careless too, right? To I was about. very careless. Yeah. And so it, it's mm-hmm. it's almost like life decided to teach you that lesson to mm-hmm. to, to kind of you. you I, th- I think <laughs> I'm sure you'll carry it with you for the rest of your life, right? I would. I would. There was one yeah. point
1: I still remember that uh, the day the ministry of Labor walked into the construction site, mm-hmm. I was on the scaffold because I was also doing uh, cedar sightings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I you know I was using his uh, the stacko guy's uh, scaffold. So it was about three floors up mm-hmm. like, or on top of the house. I was just finishing up something. So I had a stepladder on top of a scaffold on the top high and I was very on top without any harness and I'm just oh, working. And somebody was like, hey, the Ministry of Labor's down. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off? I'm like, I know everybody says that, but they're never on. Yeah. And then there's this one lady down there and she's, she saw the car. I'm like, she said, I'm from Ministry of Labor. Please walk down. And I'm like are you sure and then she's like what do you mean are you sure that's very unsafe what you're doing there I'm like I'm like okay just give me two minutes let me finish this up <laughs> yeah. I was so yeah. careless and then she's yeah. like just get down <laughs> I got down I took the ladder and half of the people got scared so they were running away <laughs> My My goodness. Like, I'm like okay well, what's good gonna happen of running away yeah so we were talking I was talking to them uh, lucky enough, they just you know turned the site off. They did not find us. They gave us the warning and they told us to fix everything. And you know, you're, lucky, man, you're lucky. You're <laughs> lucky. I was very lucky at that point. I was very lucky at that point. I was very careful too because I just wanted to see that beautiful house being done, and I was doing something very pretty. Cedar yeah. sidings on top of the house. It was just flowing down all the way, and I'm like, I need that done. I want to see this house, and I was, uh, you know, like creative. I wanted to do that, so that being said that was a big learning curve and once I quit that job within like an hour he accepted my resignation
2: Mm
1: -hmm. like he did not even say anything he did not even question that why do I want to leave He just accepted yeah Mm -hmm. I think he was expecting me to quit or maybe he was doing that on purpose Mm -hmm. so I quit and he does not have to pay me anything Mm -hmm. so there was another thing I'm like you know what whatever I just want to move on. I want to be happy in my life with whatever situation mm-hmm. I am. I'm not happy here. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so, I contacted George Brown, uh, being an alumna over there. So they were, you know, they put my profile back in, uh, in the hiring. They had something with the hiring. Mm-hmm. Usually, uh, a lot of yeah, the colleges they, was, they help you get yeah. a job
0: after you graduate yeah. because mm-hmm. it's in their interest to. Uh, Keep their employment numbers up for for the exactly. past yeah. graduates, right? Yeah. So especially mm-hmm. then, yeah.
1: So they helped me out, and uh, somebody got in touch with me. It was an Italian contractor, and uh, I, st- uh, you know, I just gave my interview over the phone. I met them, and he looked at my hand. That okay, you know what? I still had injury. It uh-huh. was not hundred percent, and I told him that okay, you know what? I can work. I can do everything. But then again, it's there might be a few days that I might have to leave like an hour early because I have to go for my physiotherapy. Sure. And yeah. I used to, you know. Uh, schedule it during the work days because it's only work days, it's not weekends. Mm-hmm. So I scheduled it during the work days, but at 4 p.m. so I can leave at 3.30 and go to the hospital. And you know, it's not going to be that I'm going during the day and then coming back to work, it's not right in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was comfortable, he was really humble and really kind, mm-hmm. and uh, lots and lots of experience. He was being that for 30, 35 years. Mm-hmm. Wow and uh lots of experience a really amazing guy i worked for him for a long time for almost two years mm. uh, and uh you know what's his name ricardo ricardo mm-hmm. okay yeah ricardo mm. uh I still i remember him i worked with him for a good amount of time mm-hmm. every day and he was a guy he, he used to enjoy doing the same thing he we shared the passion towards construction we shared the knowledge that we want to do something beautiful for the client. It doesn't matter that if it's going to take us an extra half a day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he wanted to deliver something really quality. It was something with the standards and uh, something, you know, we're not, when it comes to aesthetics, mm-hmm. you could play around, but when it's, you know, something structural, it has to be done properly. Mm-hmm. So he's okay, going to yeah, take, course, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he used to take, he used to double check everything. Mm-hmm. Every little thing he used to double check. Uh, I believe he had
0: OCD for that. And initially, it was really. I, I think <laughs> it, it, it's one of those uh, characters that's probably helpful to somebody like uh, exactly. yeah. in business, right? Because exactly. Exactly. even yeah. my own grandfather, he that's one of the things he used to always say is like, always trust, but always double check. Yeah, <laughs> he said no, no matter yeah. what, he's like yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the one thing you always kind of stick with, right? So, mm-hmm. and I think especially in construction with foundation and then you know s- setting up things like that, it's. It's essential. It's like one of those things that you kind of must have in order for you to have a successful, you know, career. And obviously, with him, being, you know, having that past experience, I think life has obviously taught him along the way to exactly. to, to, to keep up those standards, right? But mm. I, I love that you're, you're telling me uh, all about humbleness and, you know, always keeping that kind of humble spirit about you mm-hmm. it always keeps you in check and always like you know exactly it, it doesn't allow you to get your your nose you know to mm-hmm. st- st- stuck up to too high right but when you get
1: arrogant you know what everything changes mm-hmm. so when you're humble so uh, the only way to be humble is by remembering where you came from mm-hmm. what you did like how you got there mm-hmm. and when you see another person don't actually just you know Uh, push him away or tell him that, okay, you know what, you're good for nothing, or Mm -hmm. you know what, it's going to take you a long time, or hey buddy boy, I've been doing that for 30 years, it's going to take you more than 30 years because you know, I had a passion for it, and Mm -hmm. you're nothing. Because you don't know what the other person is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not his forte, maybe he's going to be a really good person, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's going to be doing uh, some limited set of skills, but he's going to excel that very fast and very soon, maybe sooner Mm -hmm. than you. So, you never know what the other person is capable of. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own set of skills.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and he used to enjoy talking to me because we had uh, the common passion. We shared oh. passion towards construction and creating something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he used to buy coffees when we were working, and you know, and uh, I'm working. And he used to crack jokes on me or crack jokes to someone, and you know, laugh and work. It was a mm-hmm. healthy environment, and we used to enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, you know it, 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 it's important to have that even with people that everyday. you work with and or yeah. people that are work for you because they kind, want to obviously to see kind you of always energy. have that you know yeah environment where it's not just tension right because you're the boss is pissed off so exactly. every, everybody has, uh, has to walk with their heads you, low right to, uh, with their, their put your nose down yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right so mm. it's it, for sure i i agree that it, when you have a happy environment i think overall it makes your work happier it makes the workers happier Mm -hmm. but then sometimes you kind of you know you you do have to lay the law down but at the same time it always happens at work but then
1: again you should understand that it's not personal Mm -hmm. if you're having a bad day at work it's Mm -hmm. only because of something happened at work
0: yeah
1: and your personal relationship with them does not change because anything would happen it was all Professional and work Mm -hmm. if you'd made a mistake or you forgot something then Mm -hmm. definitely someone's gonna give you shit Mm -hmm. But then again, you know what it's because of the work is being suffered. Mm -hmm. That's all It's not that you're a bad person and the other person is just undermining you or Mm -hmm. giving you shit because of your personal reasons So are those
0: principles you think you're gonna implement obviously in your business as well. I do going forward. Okay. I I, I
1: still Mm -hmm. do that Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, with, With Ricardo he was you know, it was a big learning curve. He was doing everything, you know, quality uh standards and he had that his name dedicated what never never use substandard quality products or never use any uh you know never cut corners mm-hmm. a lot of people cut corners but he actually spent more time
2: mm-hmm.
1: by working extra and double checking everything himself so even if i'm going to work with any little thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: one little thing one switch i installed he's going to come He's gonna check verify everything's good by himself because one he's a boss everything is under his liability and uh-huh. second he wants to he wants to verify that okay you know what do it one time check it again mm-hmm. because if there's something wrong for you to come back all the way and fix one little
0: thing and take the, like, the wall apart in order for you exactly, just to check the switch yeah, exactly. it's, it's gonna take, take so much more labor right so yeah it, 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 it takes
1: did. a lot of time and yeah. labor mm-hmm. so it's a lot of money being wasted so you know what spend a little more time uh, do your work, uh-huh. but verify and make sure everything's done right uh-huh. the first time because, again, you don't want to be doing all of the work all over again. Uh-huh. Uh, initially, it was kind of annoying because every little thing I do, I have to come back and check, come back and check, uh-huh. and I'm like, it's done right. I know it. <laughs> but then again, you know what? It kind of grew on me, and I was uh-huh. doing that, and it was a good practice. Uh-huh. I, and I do that in my work, and my guys, they tell me it's annoying. And I know. I know it's annoying, but I've learned the habit to you know, verify, to
0: check. So, so you're, you're almost like an yeah. old man that you know has been running this business. You kind of uh, adopted yeah, a lot of the qualities. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. It's, it's your business. You, yeah, you exactly. run it the way you want yeah, right? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: But then again, you know what? And, and it's also really important to have a healthy work environment because yeah. uh, when you get back home, you feel happy. And you, there's only like few hours that you spend with the family, but majority of your day you spend with your workers uh-huh. mm-hmm. and with all the people that you work with. So when you work with them and if you're not happy working that, uh, that period of time, you're not going to be happy in your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So just got to be happy, make a healthy environment. So that's what he did. And I enjoyed working with him. And once, you know, after a lot of time, he was also taking trips. He was going to Florida. He had a daughter in Florida. He used to go visit her and uh, a lot of times I just used to take part of one project, control one project, and he was starting up a new project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he used to take some guys and work that project, and I'm at one job, and it's gonna take me another two, three weeks to finish, so I have like a few guys, and we're finishing up the uh, one in the back. So he's starting the next one, and then we, I take over this project, and it's gonna take, we're both working together, and then he's gonna start the next one, Mm -hmm. and I'm finishing up. So it was a good team, we had a good team, and you know, uh, workers are coming and workers are going. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hiring. I hired a uh, few more people from George Brown. I'm still in touch with them. Uh, some people moved on side of their own company as well. Mm-hmm. Some people uh, they're working for another company because they wanted to grow. They wanted like benefits. They wanted to you know some. I, I think uh, two people went to Matabee Homes, mm-hmm. so they worked their way up, uh, which was really good. And uh, with this company, I have learned a lot not just from regular like we've done something very small Mm -hmm. also something like a half a million dollar basement Mm -hmm. and i was surprised like who spends half a million dollar in a basement (laughs) but the guy is rich like he he lives in florida the guy comes to you know he comes to toronto he's got his pent suite and for his vacation for two three months he's got a cottage and within the cottage he wants to do the basement and uh, with a home theater, with a, a mini casino, like he had like mm-hmm. poker tables, and he had his own gym, and with the classes, equipments, and the home theater was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had his own popcorn machine over there, <laughs> so he wanted was, a lot. He wanted, he wanted to, yeah.
0: he wanted to have it all. Right? Well, you know what? When you yeah. have,
1: uh, when you have money and you have a lot of money to spend, and a vacation home. Mm-hmm. You do it well when, when you yeah. have a vacation. You exactly. you want to. You want to spend time. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you want to. You want to be you wanna have a proper too, right? So yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Well, mm. well, he wanted to spend his money, and he was, and it's you know it's his personal choice. Mm-hmm. And um, touch wood, one day if I had that kind of money, I would do the same. <laughs> Why enough. not? Why not? Mm. So, uh, mm. so that was uh, you know my profile at what, what I was working with this job, and at that point, I was thinking one day that I work a lot and I have learned a lot I still have a long way to go and I'm gonna learn something new every day because that's something that I'm never gonna stop
2: Mm
1: -hmm. a person loves a person learns and loves his job uh, and if he is not learning in his job or if he's not learning everything or something new every day I don't think he's human Mm I don't think he's human because uh, some people are arrogant that okay you know what I know more than anyone Mm -hmm. I know more than what the book says I know more than what the instructor is telling you but then again it's just the arrogance because
0: Mm -hmm. we're we're human so so it goes back back to 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 those humble style beginnings, right so yeah yeah.
1: so it goes back to it so once once you're at that phase you know what there's no going back there it's just one slam back that Mm -hmm. you know you got a hard reality check Mm I was thinking that, okay, you know what, a lot of my employers, when I start, you know, they leave everything on me, I have a lot of responsibilities, and even this, uh, the same boss, Ricardo, he had his hip replacement surgery, he was not working for more than a month, and I was taking care of all his business, he's home, I was helping him a lot, and I was thinking, okay, you know what, I should probably start my own thing because if I can take care of someone else's business, mm-hmm. that. While well, he's means. away
0: for a whole month, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. more than a month. Yeah. But then again, it's it's not just him. It was another bosses as well, mm-hmm. the other companies that I work for. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I'm like, okay, you know what? I think I should, but how?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where? Mm-hmm. I've been just working, and you know, there's a big uh, there is one thing that you were just working. Let's just say this is the execution of job,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but. Apart from this, there's a lot of things that getting a client, convincing them, pricing, estimating, planning, Mm -hmm. and uh, negotiating with the clients. And it's not just these phases. Like planning, you could, you know, I could do that too. Mm -hmm. But the other parts that I was really not into was the financial part, Mm -hmm. estimating, and the customer service, Mm -hmm. because after that, you gotta give them warranty for all your work. If something goes wrong, you gotta come back and fix it. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of quality work, but then again, when it comes to quality work, it's all based on time, that you gotta spend more time Mm -hmm. to get that quality work. Mm -hmm. And then again, people want stuff to be done very cheap. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: There's so many people out there, like I believe 75 to 80% of people Uh, out there in Toronto GTA market they would want uh, to negotiate and bring the price down but when you're looking and calculating it was really hard for me it's something really new to me Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so uh, I was I was in a state of shock that okay I'm gonna start a business but where should I start how should I do it so I took some time I'm like okay you know what this one I need to start going out there pricing up jobs for people and see what happens and Mm -hmm. I did that a lot of people just told me no that okay, and you know, what well, your price is too high, price is too high,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I used to get paid this much money, and I'm, and with that same hour, if I'm gonna hire more people, the two more people, let's just say, twenty bucks an hour, twenty five bucks an hour, so three people, twenty five bucks an hour, that much time I work, I calculated, plus uh, the material cost, a little bit for contingencies, that okay, and you know, what something goes wrong, mm-hmm. something extras, wastage, mm-hmm. so. And my numbers are not right. People are not going with me. I'm like, what's the reason? Mm-hmm. And it's still sometimes hard for me to believe that if I price up a bathroom, they want to do tile job, they want to do like vanity, faucets, lights, mm-hmm. paint job, new tiles. I price up, it goes from six thousand to ten to twelve thousand, but people are like, oh, I got someone better for cheaper. Mm-hmm. And In my head, I'm thinking it's it's a shock for me that okay, you know, what I priced your job for eight thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. you got someone to do it with material, everything inclusive, six thousand. Mm-hmm. That's a two thousand dollar gap, and my eight thousand was mm-hmm. my labor and maybe a little bit more that I could include for you know mm-hmm. five hundred bucks more for tiles. Mm-hmm. So eighty five hundred, your job is done. Mm-hmm. So, and that guy is offering six thousand inclusive. There has to be something different, and I'm still learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the thing that I'm learning. Mm-hmm i got in touch with my dad i'm like dad this is what's happening and it's been almost you know a few weeks that i've not earned something Mm -hmm. and i'm not able to understand that what should i do like okay you know what i'm gonna invest in a property let's buy a property i'm gonna invest he's back home in india he's Mm -hmm. not here Mm -hmm. i'm just here with my brother so he's like let's buy a property let's do a job and you will learn on your own Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so that was my first project that he invested in a property he bought it, mm-hmm. and I spent the money, and I learned every bit of it. That every stage, how much money I'm paying, and where could I save the money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Beautiful job, amazing quality. Everyone loved it when the house went on market. There was line up during open houses. People mm-hmm. are coming, looking at the quality job, and the house was sold for you know a decent price. Because mm-hmm. uh, when it's real estate, it's something different. When it comes to you know working your uh, renovation or <coughs> construction, it's something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot from that, that where I could do it. So that gave me one base. And a lot of people got to know that, okay, you know what, just because I was at a job and I was doing, I was you know under someone else's umbrella, he was a contractor, but still they were able to manage. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a lot. Now that I'm away from someone else's umbrella again, mm-hmm. and I'm doing everything on my own, it's my company and I'm taking care of it, it was also another big experience for me to start my own company and take that whole project from, and that I spent almost two hundred and fifty, two hundred and sixty thousand dollars on that renovation. Oh, wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was everything. Like except for the exterior walls, mm-hmm. the brick and the sidings, everything inside the walls. Like we gotta get permits, structural. Uh, Brand new appliances, brand new windows, all the windows are replaced, insulation replaced, mm-hmm. attic, roof, uh, inside walls, ba- all the bathrooms were redone and all tiles. So it was like like outside you see that, okay, you know what's an old contemporary house, but inside mm-hmm. it's all modern, everything mm-hmm. was done. So people were looking at a house that, OK, in the same neighborhood, a lot of people had the same houses. Because the builder, when they build it, they're all cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. But now this is something out of the box, something
0: different. That stands out, yeah.
1: So yeah. when it stands out of the town it's just uh, within like a week or two, the house was sold.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the person, they loved the The family, they bought the house. They didn't like few things that uh, I gave something fancy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because within the kitchen, it's all white kitchen with the gray floors, mm-hmm. and all the hardware were gold.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so they were all golden touch, mm-hmm. so uh, all the cover plate, sorry, yeah. the backsplash yeah. is all stone. Mm-hmm. So the countertop and the backsplash, it's all going up top, and all the veins are flowing together in a line. It was mm-hmm. expensive, but then again, I'm like, you know what, I want to give a quality product. Mm-hmm. So people, when they look at that, it's not just the <laughs> countertop. So just the way the grains are flowing, mm-hmm. the backsplash is also mm-hmm. in the same direction. Mm-hmm. It's not just like. On the side, mm-hmm. so and the plugs they had the golden uh, cover plates, the all the doors, the cabinets they had a golden plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the faucet was golden. It was uh, somewhere about seven hundred dollars of a faucet. Wow, it was wow. expensive.
0: But then I <laughs> like, was it gold plated? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not sure. But it was from uh, Rio Bell. Yeah, and uh, sorry, Rubinet. Okay, mm-hmm. it was from Rubinet and they're you know expensive companies. But then again, I'm like you know what. I want this to be the focal point because that's where people spend most of their time, in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and in the family room. Mm -hmm. So that has to be something good. So the kitchen was beautiful. And I also designed something for myself. A lot of people were like, oh, it's not going to work. I don't know. People are going to like it. Uh, It looks like a massive kitchen, Mm -hmm. but somewhere about six feet of that kitchen is the first door. It's a pantry. Mm And uh, I made a custom on site that looks exactly like the kitchen cabinets. So all the work around, all the doors, everything, it looks like a pantry. But the moment you open the door, it's a powder room.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's a powder room. Because on the main floor, I had nowhere else that we could do it. And I, I don't want to make another cubicle somewhere in the corner and then put a powder room. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you know, everything to flow and blend in. Mm-hmm. So before the kitchen begins, right beside the stairs,
0: there's a powder room, which looks like a pantry. Mm-hmm. So did you try to keep up with, like, trends and everything else too, just in order for you to, to kind be. of you <laughs> implement that? But you, uh, also, you probably have in the artistic touch and, uh, you know, background, it was kind of kind of probably came natural too, right? So that mm-hmm. was, that was yeah. probably helpful for you in in, in that business, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything went good, uh, you know, because uh, science, mm-hmm. I used it, and mm-hmm. the art, and I'm using it. So something creating, I'm designing and giving something beautiful. Uh, the house is being sold. Uh, mm-hmm. They wanted not just, the you know, the gold faucet and the gold hardware to be replaced, also the golden... Uh, light fixture that we had over the island Mm -hmm. they wanted to be replaced with everything stainless steel because they don't like gold Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm thinking in my head i'm like i put a lot of money all the time in this beautiful (laughs) kitchen and they want me to replace it but then again it was they wanted the house i'm like i'm probably gonna use this one in the next house next project Mm -hmm. so i took everything and i replaced it Mm -hmm. with the stainless steel as they wanted they loved it they're happy and recently you know they moved in, in that house as well mm-hmm. and in the meantime the moment you know that project was done a lot <laughs> of people started uh, taking my cards they're like okay you know what uh, could you come and look at our house mm-hmm. and that's where it began I, I got I started getting clients because as I said it's something different when you're doing something mm-hmm. and you know how to do it but getting clients is not easy mm-hmm. so that's where a lot of clients they started seeing that okay I have done a lot of work Mm -hmm. I have uh, good experience I have seen in uh, you know it's just a trend it's just like let's just say a stereotype Mm -hmm. that if someone is old Mm -hmm. and he's got gray hair got a beard and no matter what he was doing until yesterday Mm -hmm. he tells that okay you know what I'm a contractor and he says that I've been doing that for a lot of years people just believe them because you know He's old. He's mature. He looks that okay. You know what? He he mm. might know something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you look at a young person, you're like, oh, he's just young. Mm-hmm. So I lost a lot of clientele right there
2: because mm-hmm.
1: when you look young, and people don't just have trust. Because it's not just a lot. Only a few people can trust your work
2: mm-hmm. because
1: w- until and unless they look at your quality of work, mm-hmm. and until and unless they see what do you do, they're not gonna trust you. They're going think uh, you're inexperienced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. It's, it's yeah. almost
0: like when they like, when they say don't judge a book by its cover but people still exactly. do right no yeah, matter what, do it yeah
1: everyone does that yeah. so that being said I'm I'm over there uh, a lot of people are taking my numbers mm-hmm. uh, anyone coming on uh, at the open house I had a whole stack of my business cards and everything was gone mm-hmm. and a lot of people left their numbers as they're like oh could you ask the contractor to get in touch with me mm-hmm. so I got a I started getting clients. So they started
0: the 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 ball rolling kind of Mm -hmm. thing, right? The ball
1: started rolling, and then uh, you know one job and the next job. But it's also something every job I learned something new.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So there's one recent job that I did. uh, That job was uh, you know replacing the backsplash, and uh, they had the island which was old. It was builder grade. They made it Mm -hmm. Uh, regular, so they wanted like the island also to have like a stone piece Mm -hmm. in the front. Mm -hmm. So we did. I took the job. I priced the job, and I priced the job because it's winter time. It's really competitive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I priced the job very low, and I, I'm like, okay, the job is an oak wheel. This much time is gonna take me. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Labor. I priced it, and they took the job. I'm like, okay, good. Let's let's uh, let's get the show going. So now what we're gonna do? You like you choose all the materials wherever you wanna go. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I can suggest you some companies you mm-hmm. talk to them you like them if you like the material and you like the products you know what we uh, let's look into it so if you go to the company that I like uh, sorry the company that I have a tie up with mm-hmm. I have my contractor pricing over there
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, we get discounts uh, sometimes we get discounts sometimes we get commissions
2: mm-hmm.
1: so this one uh, I told them okay you know what no matter what it is I'll give you the discount so even if I'm gonna get the commission, instead of the commission, what I'll do, you take the discount. You'll price it in a so yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. so you're gonna save some money, mm-hmm. you'll get the job, it's, a, it's in your benefit. So mm-hmm. they chose a lot of material from the store, they chose the backsplash tile, the island tiles, they chose the hardware, because they also wanna get the golden hardwares,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, the golden faucet,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, everything was going smooth, and they changed some appliances, uh being you know being a builder and then you you know a lot of people within the appliance stores and they give you better discounts Mm -hmm. so even for appliances which is not my part you know they got uh a good deal out of it Mm -hmm. so one of my guys were taking the gas stove in and out because we're doing the uh, backsplash so it's pushing pushing it in pushing it out back and forth every day a little bit the door went a little crooked Mm -hmm. and i'm like now you know what I don't want to give him shit because he's doing his job, and it's not healthy for any appliance to you know pull it back and forth out. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what we do is like we just leave it on the side, get everything done, and that's when we get back to it, and it's, uh, you know ask the uh, HVAC guys, the gas guys, to come and install it again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But they had a baby. Mm. It was uh, I think few months old. So mm. the baby's few months old. They want to you know warm the they want to warm up the milk. They want to feed the baby. They want to cook at home. So we had to keep everything for them as well. (laughs) So that being said, now there's like, you know, a little bit of bitterness between our relation because Mm -hmm. something went wrong. I called the companies, um, like, you know what, this is is what happened, could you please come and fix it? The guy came, they fixed 90% but the 10% was not done. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So they called the company, again, they're like, it's in the warranty, you know, it's not fixable, we need a replacement. Mm And they're arguing that okay you know what it's a physical damage we cannot replace it Mm -hmm. but their argument was like okay if we pushed it in and out three four times and now the door is crooked do you see what the quality of product that you have Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's a big company Mm -hmm. and they're in a state of shock too. that okay you know what it's actually true Mm -hmm. so they gave them you know after a lot of phone calls back and forth mm -hmm. back and forth Mm -hmm. them and me as well I I Mm -hmm. started that but after that At a certain point I gave up because the company was not doing and I'm not the homeowner Mm -hmm. so they were like you know what we're gonna talk to the homeowner I cannot do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that being said they were taking part of it they got a replacement they got a technician who came from the company who installed it everything done but then again you know what there's a bitterness Mm -hmm. because it is done I was ready to you know reduce my price because of a physical damage mm. but then again they were they were like okay it's fine this stuff happens we we're just talking to the company and they're mm-hmm. gonna send us a replacement mm. but still you know what it's something that happens at every job that makes you learn that what needs to be done at the next job how to prevent it
2: mm-hmm.
1: you also learn some steps for precaution that you want to take next time mm-hmm. that I know it that I should not have actually pulled it in and uh, pulled and push it in and out every day mm-hmm but then again it was just to help them up because of the baby and you know they want to cook the food mm-hmm. sure yeah so mm-hmm. that was another learning curve that okay mm-hmm. you know what how to have a client being satisfied not mm-hmm. just with the uh, the work that you're doing mm-hmm. but also something which is not associated with the work so every day by the end of the day we used to you know clean and sweep. We used to have the mats mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the front door towards the garage and towards the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We used to clean up every day, leave it because they've got a crawling baby. We don't want to <laughs> leave anything <laughs> dusty. Seal everything. Yeah. So they were they were happy, but then again, you know what? There's something,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: is fine, which is I know uh, and I'm learning from that and the next project that I know, you mm-hmm. know what? We'll, we'll try to prevent whatever happens. And mm-hmm. uh, right after this, I also have uh, another <laughs> meeting to go. Uh, yeah. uh, he liked my job he saw the house Mm -hmm. and he's seen multiple jobs that I've done because he came from one of our uh, contractors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's this uh, taper and his friend uh, he is my tapers friend and he saw multiple of our jobs and he's like you know what I've seen your work I've also seen your Instagram just you know I've seen a lot of work Mm -hmm. could you please come by the house that I'm working in York Mills I just want to you know, take up your price and uh, let's see, let's mm-hmm. see what you have. Mm-hmm. And you know, if the prices match, I really want you to do the job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm probably gonna go see what happens over there.
0: That's mm-hmm. amazing. The so, so what's your company called then?
1: Uh, Kirabi Design Building. Okay, mm-hmm. and what's, okay. What's the,
0: what, how would they find you online? Like, where is their, what's, the, what's the website ad- address? Uh,
1: so right now I don't have a website, okay. uh, because it's still like, I started my company last mm-hmm. July. Yeah.
0: And
1: it's not just one company that I have, I also registered, uh, the Karavi, mm. like the brand, I registered right. the company, and I Karavi uh, actually comes from my name, right. Avi, and my brother's name. Right. He's older than me, mm-hmm. but you know.
0: Are you working with your brother now? In, uh, in well, he's company? an
1: accountant. He yeah. helps me with the management, right?
0: <laughs> so, yeah. so you it's, instead of doing the accounting yourself, you have him do it for you. Uh, yeah. He does it,
1: but he also helps me manage and you know some decision making when I, you know, the financial part, mm-hmm. because he's really good with the numbers. He's really good with the finances. Mm-hmm. So when we look into the budget. He helped me allocate the amount because I know what is uh, the prices for finishes. I know yeah. the prices for the raw materials. I know the prices, how much it's gonna take, mm-hmm. how much yeah. time it's gonna take. Mm-hmm. And he knows, you know, the planning part and you know behind the desk part. So we both put our resources together and you know put our skills together. We work with the project and he helps with it. So that's why his uh, first three letters. Are from his name K I R, and the last four are from my name Avi. So mm-hmm. Kiravi Design Build, right. mm-hmm. which is my company for renovation and construction, mm-hmm. and going forward uh, for uh, new construction houses. If we're gonna do our houses, mm-hmm. so I also have uh, we have a company Kiravi Homes, mm-hmm. right. and we have another company Kiravi Inc. Mm-hmm. And that's what my Instagram handle is Kiravi right. Inc. So right, right now everything over there. It's all based on uh, construction and renovation that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But in future, let's see, you know what? The market is endless. If I have another business or we're doing something more with some people, we start up something new. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be using the same brand, Kiravi, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, you definitely should. Yeah.
0: Well, there's yeah, a lot sure. of meaning behind it too, because it's, a, it's the two of you, right? It's, it's, it's yeah. the two brothers that are doing it together. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's meaningful. So most of the stuff is available on your Instagram account right now. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, yeah. th- can they find you on Facebook or any other social media as well?
1: Facebook, I just have it because Instagram and Facebook are connected. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying because there's something when you have a company, you're running your own business. There's a lot of stuff that is included. Yeah. So you know, liability insurance. There's uh, payroll taxes, which mm-hmm. he, you know, everything he takes care of, but mm-hmm. there's so much involved. There's WSIB, this and every day when I come back home from work, mm-hmm. I'm still working because I got to sit with my brother and I got to work on the paperwork and all the invoices that it's, we had. We got to document. The, we're running your own business, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. We got to document all the invoices, mm-hmm. all the receipts. We got to mm-hmm. put in together mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, for the taxes, mm-hmm. we need, we have to. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it's your own company, you have less sleep and it's really stressful, which is very true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we are hustling at a job, or to get a job, it's something different because you're working eight to five, nine to five,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. you have a set of hours and your weekends are your own. Exactly. But when you have your own company, you don't have a day. <laughs> yeah. the weekends are gone. Forget the forget the weekends. So, so you're you not
0: living for the weekend anymore. <laughs> I, I think that that's one, I, one of the things that, that, uh, that a lot of people need to realize is that when you're working for yourself, yeah, you you, you never really have a day off. Even when yeah. you're away on vacation, right? You, like you were telling me, mm-hmm. like the other the first guy that you used to work for, right? I mean, if start, stuff starts to go down, if you're a good owner, you need to yeah. be mm-hmm. hands on. You need yeah. to be involved, right? And, that's, exactly. and sure. that's it's one of the things that you you, you don't really it, it's. I think it's it's a different mindset almost, right? That you have to mm-hmm. implement in order for you to be successful as, as a business you have person too. <laughs> and have you to. said yourself, you you learn every single day on the job all, with all the all, everything absolutely. that happens, right? Yeah. So absolutely. And I'm sure even the, the you know Ricardo, the 35 year old, the 35 year <laughs> <laughs> veteran veteran, right? So yeah. I, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure yeah. even <laughs> he he learned <laughs> yeah. uh, some new stuff every single day, right? Mm-hmm. So well, he does that too. I, I think that's kind of it's a part of human nature for you to yeah. to learn yeah. stuff, and when you don't learn. Life exactly. teaches you, like, like you know, yeah. the the example that you have with almost losing your finger, right? So it's mm-hmm. life, Well, life is the biggest
1: teacher. He's the biggest teacher, like, no matter what you do, life will always teach you anything that you have, like, no matter what industry you are in, no matter what you feel they're in, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's education or your work mm-hmm. or family or relationship, life will always teach you. It's mm-hmm. the biggest lesson. If you don't learn from your own life experiences,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know what, I don't know when you're going to learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something very easy sounds uh, sounds very easy mm-hmm. but self-realization about your own mistakes mm-hmm. is very important mm-hmm. and within the past like last few weeks I've self-realized a lot of uh, myself mm-hmm. about myself uh, some mistakes that I'm making my personal life some the way I act and uh, one of my really good friends he pointed out to me that you know what you should not be doing this one because you know it, it is perceived and received in a different way to some mm-hmm. people
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I'm like huh I never thought of that
0: it's and it's important to have those friends that yeah. can mm-hmm. call you out on your own bullshit right sometimes yeah. but but because, you, because I think that when you come it, it comes from somebody you don't really know as well yeah, yeah. It, you don't really value it as much you take but, it the wrong but way. when, when yeah. somebody who you're close with or somebody who's, who you've mm-hmm. had a relationship for a long time yeah, yeah. it's yeah. one of those yeah. things you're like oh yeah shit like I need to I, re- I need to realize I need to actually mm-hmm. like you know step back for a second and you know. L- look look at it uh, from a different perspective right so it's mm-hmm.
1: always have to. and if you don't do it then you know what you're going to be making same mistakes all over again mm-hmm. and uh stuff is not going to be well yeah. life is just going
0: to keep teaching you until you learn right <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's almost until, like that yeah, until you learn <laughs> until you yeah. learn
1: but uh, there will be some day that you know everyone realizes something mm-hmm. and you're like okay no one, yes you know what it's absolutely true that okay mm-hmm. you know what i should not be doing this one yeah. And i realized it and i'm working on it and which is uh, I, I feel it's good it's mm-hmm. good for me and it's gonna be good for my future mm-hmm. that okay you know what whatever it is I am learning
0: mm-hmm.
1: I realized something in myself I'm gonna work on it and let's see how far we go
0: I mean it, it sounds like you have a very bright future to the, you know ahead of you because Definitely. you've had that experience of you know the very extreme in, in a bad way mm-hmm. and a, a very good <laughs> in a good way with Ricardo because Ricardo mm-hmm. you know as he was so meticulous with with everything that like he, he's done, right? So yeah, and, and plus you've kind of you've bounced around in the different the spectrums of, of construction world, and it seems like you know you you have that drive, you have that dedication, you have that willingness to, to you know take the, the extra little steps, even whether it be like you know trying to go back and fix a mistake that happened because of you know the things that were outside of your control, with like that stove, right? Exactly. I, I, even then, I mean, it's 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 I think it's it's important for you know. It's, it's, like, it's like going back to what you said originally. It's it's important to stay humble, right? Mm-hmm. No, no matter how high you get, right. you, you kind of always have to have that, you know, realistic perspective on life too. And, and like always, not, not, yeah. not be, you know, up in the clouds and, you know. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> gotta met, sit met. to
1: your roots. You gotta sit yeah. to your roots.